Welcome to the Measure Success Podcast, where we feature top leaders on how they measure success in their business and life. Now, let's learn from their experiences. Carl J. Cox here. I'm the host of the Measure Success Podcast, where I talk with top leaders about effective strategies that inspire success. This episode is brought to you by 40 Strategy. 40 Strategy inspires leaders to build their companies from startup to 40 million and beyond by designing world-class strategic plans and keeping them accountable to get it done. Go to 40strategy.com to learn more. Well, I always like to uh, do shout outs on our podcast and our shout out goes to my niece, Haley Hardwick, who challenged me to run the Bridge of the Gods half marathon just recently. It was a beautiful run in the Columbia Gorge, had a 900 foot elevation gain in the heat. The event was awesome and we're on for next year. Thank you, Haley, for inspiring me to run that race. And I also thank my sister who is present there as well. We're going to be there at Boston Marathon just a couple of years away. I'd like to do a second shout out to Haley's significant other, whose name is Chad Lubinsky. He is an ultra marathoner and he is getting ready to complete his first 100 miler in Bend, Oregon. So Chad, you got this. And, and I also want to let you know when you get that done, I can't wait to, for you to share your story of running that 100 miler here on the Measure Success podcast. So we're going to talk, this first story is just me and here are episode 78. And we're going to talk about how do you overcome fear for your company to take it to the next level? You know, just going into this half marathon, I wanted, if I didn't have a plan and focus, I would not have been able to successfully to complete those hills because I'd never done that much climbing before in my life. And I'll tell you what, my legs are still pretty sore right now, but it was an awesome experience to be able to go through something like that with the right training and focus and expectation of being able to get it done. But you still have to act. You still have to do something. And But there's no wonder why when it comes to business that people don't do things. So here are some facts I'm going to share with you. 18% of businesses fail in the first year. So nearly one in five. Nearly 50% fail within five years. And nearly two thirds of companies fail by 10 years. So Mike Michalowicz, who's one of the people we like to work with with Profit First, this is some information from the SBA he shared. There's of 28 million small businesses, which is defined by revenues of $25 million in revenue or less. 83% of them are check, check, check. Meaning if they don't get the next sale, they're going to go out of business. They're going to have to go in debt to keep things going or not take a salary because that's how tight things are for most companies. To make matter worse, our own surveys, our own surveys that we do here at 40 Strategy show that 20% of companies fail to even start their strategic projects on time. Well, why are we afraid? It's pretty clear the odds are against us. If only one in three companies survive after 10 years, then only 17% have sufficient, sufficient cash in the bank to, with, to handle any downturn whatsoever. Many are just simply don't feel the confidence to move forward. So as a CEO or owner or prospective entrepreneur who are afraid to take the your business to the next level or perhaps start up something brand new, I'll be honest, it's not easy. One of my the worst arguments I got with 
my wife of 26 years was starting 40 strategy. It was like not another entrepreneur thing, not something else to do because there's fear in this. There's fear when you're leaving a steady, well-paying job, right? Or you have done something that things have gone well. So why don't you do something that's comfortable? But when you know you've got a great idea, sometimes you have to make these challenging decisions to move forward. And, and so I'm going to talk about these three things that can help you focus on what you need to do to take it to the next level, to start that new company, to take your business from 10 to 20 million, from 20 to 4 million or 40 million and beyond. There's certain things you can do. So number one is focus. And the problem with strategic planning is it's thinking about what to do next. It's really a lack of ideas. Most frankly, entrepreneurs I run into are great idea generators. It's focusing on the few ideas that will create the greatest momentum is where the real value is. Too many options, frankly, creates paralysis and nothing moves. It, what we want to do is take all of our strategies, prioritize them based on likelihood of success and potential impact. Literally, list everything you have. And on one, one table and one column, write down to it, hey, what's our chances between one in 10 and successfully doing this, or like you put in percentage. Okay, we're going to be 20% successful, 50% successful, 100% successful. And then next to that, put a column to how big of an impact. Maybe you're going to rate that a one to 10 scale, maybe a one to three scale. And then you multiply those two together. And that's going to be your probable, most likely things that will have the biggest bang for your buck. Then you're going to pick that you're going to have that list and it's going to, and then you sort that out again until you get three key strategies that are going to have your most focus and then pick one of them. Literally just pick one, right? And after you pick one of these top strategies, you're going to develop a 10 week focused strategic plan to get it done. You're going to, you're going to focus on it every single week and complete it you're going to celebrate it. You're going to learn from it. And then you're going to move it to maintenance mode. Okay. Handle over the people who aren't the change agents. People are just like making sure that strategy you put in place is it could keep happening. Rest a week. Okay. And then tackle your next strategy and repeat and rinse. Do that two times over. And in 33 weeks, your team will have three highly effective strategies completed and proven to your team and everyone around you that this is possible. In one of my favorite books, The Four Disciplines of Execution, after doing 1,500 strategic implementations, they wrote this book and they found that focusing on more than three key strategies at any one time just significantly reduces the company's ability to execute. So we encourage you once again to focus no more than three, but we, even if you can, just get down to one, one thing and have success. And this is going to keep, once again, bring confidence and have you be less fearful that things are going to go wrong. The next thing is setting accountable dates. We want to set clear start dates and clear end dates. It's amazing how many strategic plans I've seen that literally don't have any dates as to when this is going to start. It might talk about in five years, we're going to do something in three years or even one year, but there's no details for, for what we're going to do to help make sure that gets done. So when 
when you're going through and you're going to run through this 10 week process and you're going to have something you run into where there's a weekly deadline that's missed. And often managers will just, oh, yeah, okay, I understand you were busy and you're going to move that. But you need to make it clear that that previous week's work must be completed and caught up with the next week's work in that next period. So in a nutshell, it's not okay to miss your weekly deadlines. This is a tactic I started using based on the wisdom from the book, 12-week year. And it talks about this accountability check-in and making sure that each period, there's a follow-up check-in behind it. I've applied these principles. I use it with my clients when appropriate. And it is amazing the momentum that you end up getting. And, and the success we saw was literally a three times success rate in less time what we received by putting in this one particular tactic. You know, often there's a, a test in the project management, the will of management and the will of ownership because everyone is busy. And middle management most likely, likely won't want to do something new because they're going to say they're too busy. They don't want to change. There's this great story that Good to Great has about Cork Walgren. And he was listening to some of his executives after six months earlier, they had clarified in their strategic plan that they have five years to remove the quirky, quirky stores that was in his name. And they were talking about how they still had five years left. But then he talked to them and said, no, 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 that was six months ago. You have four and a half years left. See, this is the type of leadership that you need to put in place because the managers did not think it was serious until that moment. It's too common and you can't blame managers. They hear the flavor of the month. They hear the exciting idea. But unless we're keeping them accountable to get done this new thing, it won't happen. So when we do that, you're going to have amazing results by keeping accountable, not just in the beginning, but every single week until the end. And I love these 10-week sprints you could do on a regular basis to help, help get that attraction of where you need. ROI. Okay. The third thing is this is the easy answer might be, oh, we need a vision or we need to make sure we have buy-in. However, if your company is not making more money by enabling the company or enabling the company to survive because it's critical to do this initiative, why are you doing it? Your ego should never be a reason to move forward, okay? Should be a thoughtful analysis with a planned return that will benefit not only the owners and the company, but also all of the employees from completing that transition. There should be a reward. When we complete a significant strategic implementation, there should be a reward. And ideally, we're getting a three to one type return from our efforts, if we're only getting a 1% to 2% return on something or getting neutral or even negative impact from doing an effort, you got to, you should be putting in the cost of all your efforts into this. And if you're not getting a positive return, you should really, once again, truly question what you're doing. So focus on high ROI, big returns, three to one. And that is what going to get your team excited about getting it done. So by installing these three key strategies, one, focus on three things or less and ideally one at a time. That's number one. Number two, make sure there's clear accountability on the start and end dates 
and even going into a weekly accountable plan to make sure you get them. Number three, have a strong ROI. We recommend a three to one focused ROI and the efforts you're getting return, you're getting a big bang for your buck and return what happens. We hope that's been clear and, and it's interesting in our seven step process that we have with the captain strategy method, this is our shortest, but I would say it's sometimes our most important because if you don't start, nothing ever happens. And all of those steps beforehand to help prepare and give you vision and give you ideas never comes to fruition. And then just talk is cheap, right? If you want to be a clear executive and a great leader and get to the, the, the results that you want on a regular basis or get to that thing, you make sure those three things are in place and it's going to help get you there. We see it, we see it time and time again by putting these in. So if you can help you and your team to overcome your fear, to help your company to the next level with the right planning, frankly, the time to start is now. What are you waiting for? Let's get it done. So our book recommendation for this podcast, of course, is Start by John Acuff. Punch fear in the face. It's amazing. There's so many other emotional aspects behind why we don't start things. We talked about the facts behind you know, people are just are not willing to do things because of the percentages are not there. But the reality is the well-driven, successful companies, the top 10% of companies, they do their strategic planning and execution right. It's not luck. They are focused on doing it the right way. And, 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 and increase your luck, if you may, by designing a strategic plan, if you want to say that. But what we see is that that luck is created by driving effective key strategies and designing the right plan and keeping people accountable to get it done. And Star talks about some of that, but they also talk about just overcoming it. The, the emotional concerns that we all have with help making that leap to try something new and try something different. Well, I hope you enjoy this, this podcast and hope to over your, overcome your fears. I'm excited about the podcast we have scheduled in the future. Thank you so much for listening. And we're wishing you the very best at measuring your success. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to the Measure Success Podcast. We'll see you again next time to learn from the best. Remember to subscribe now to get future episodes.